The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the best Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. This podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. Yesterday, Anthony and I talked about AI and EEAT effects on Google. And today we're continuing the conversation, picking right where we left off on SEO's importance now versus in the past. And with that, here's my conversation with Anthony May, SEO and strategy consultant at Palo Alto Networks. Anthony, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me again. Love the conversation yesterday. And I feel like we were teasing the listeners a little bit on some of the impacts that all these AI changes, how, I mean, as of being recording, it's still US-based, but having that element at the top of the SERPs and how that's kind of changing things and it's changing the playing field of where we're competing on. So maybe just bring back up you know, the listeners on this and how do you see the importance of SEO changing um, today versus what we've seen in the past? Well, we take it to a very baseline effort or not effort, a best baseline explanation. We all know as SEOs, we want that one, two or three spot. Reason why? That's above the fold. And if we're above the fold, we have a much greater percent of people actually clicking than we do if we're 
9, 10, 12, 14. And that's just the way human nature is. And I understand if I want to go ahead and find something, I trust Google to go ahead and bring me back the right answer. So above that pole is where we want to be at. But there's only so much space. And Google is going to do what Google is going to do. And then it would add before and they change the algorithm. They do whatever they want. But we do know right now that ads are at the very top. We know that. And they take up some of that space. So we got that one, two, and three. But with AI coming on in and it being such a hot button and a hot button, such a hot topic and such a need and want for consumers, Google is going to recognize this. And they have really not much of a choice but to go ahead and put it at the top. Because Google works on a trust system. That's how the whole business is actually generates income. And if they place it A at the top, they hopefully will go ahead and make the customer happy. That also means something's got to shrink. Ads, chances are they're not going to shrink. Google just had a uh, reporting of uh, year over year, I think a 7% increase in income. Or I don't know if it's income or profit, but they had a 7% increase. So below that is going to be our organic results. Best right now, you got one, two, or three. But chances are we're going to go ahead and see a shrinking of that. And so if the clicks on organic or clicks on a SERP page, number one, is between 65 to 80% go to that one, two, and three position, that means that if it shrinks and we go ahead and now just have one, maybe two, they're going to go ahead and grab all of that 65 to 80% clicks. That being said, the SEO game is now really stepped up. And those people that are number, are companies that are two, three, really got to go ahead and push hard to try to get to that number one spot. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's evidence and I, I've used it in presentations in the past, even, you know, before these integrations, where it's like, if you looked back in early days of Google and search engines, obviously everything was organic. You have the introduction of ads, all the different SERP features. And so we've been seeing this kind of crowding space that we're competing in. And we've seen it's like, oh, before page one was 10 listings, then it shrank down to seven. Now we have continuous role. If you look in e-commerce, there's popular products. And I think you're spot on. Like if you think of Google as a business, no way they're going to be moving away from that ad revenue. So it's like, I mean, to me, that's clear as day that it's going to be a component and it's going to be within. And with that shrinking space, like, you know, you're spot on, like it's going to be more and more important or significant to be in that area but i think like something else that i feel like we're seeing and again it's a to me it's a continuation of what we've seen is we've seen you know the shifting of factors within different verticals and industries and to me with the type of queries that are going to have more relevance to that kind of chat interaction is you're going to start seeing more and more separation in like the type of queries and within not necessarily, you know, different verticals, but even within one vertical, the type of queries that are going to have more relevance to that type of chat interaction with the search engine. And also like the ones that, yeah, you're not going to get what you're looking for within a chat necessarily interface. And you may want to do some deeper dive researching into it. So with that, what would, kind of your perspective be on the type of queries or like where we're choosing to compete in our efforts within SEO? That's actually a really good question. I'm actually ready to block that up because I was actually talking to a uh, friend or an SEO expert in this also. Yes, I agree. I think that actually we have right now, these are going to be almost the 
ever, not evergreen days, but the flower days of SEO, where you go ahead and somebody types in one thing and hopefully you come up for a gazillion different, uh, gazillion different queries give you actually your product. But I think as we go ahead and go down this tunnel, AI will learn, it'll go ahead and refine. And as it refines, everything will be much more of a pinpoint piece. So with that, we talked about the AI calculation and putting that constant in there and how it actually will help with that part. You need to also make sure you really pinpoint on what your SEO necessarily is. And so I think that also not only will we have the issue of the SERP itself, but I think you're also going to have more, not only more competition with that AI, but also more competition in actually getting your page on that number one, maybe number two spot that you're actually looking for because of the factors you just talked about. They're really honing in of what this query necessarily is. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that are kind of nervous of this taking traffic or stealing traffic away. But for me, it's, it's more of the opportunity of being in some of those placements for that brand awareness or that familiarity within the user. But it's really causing us to be more deliberate or more strategical in our efforts to know the type of queries that we really want to put those efforts into. And we need to be more laser focused into, hey, so we know it has to be number one, number two, like that bar is being raised. But from that, okay, we still have limited time, limited efforts of where we concentrate our initiatives. And so to me, it's more of being more targeted and more deliberate on the type of queries and the type of place that you want to be ranking or you want to be in those top placements of, because that's where you're going to net generate the most traffic to the website, the most business impact. But it's similar to, you know, people similarly ask in the areas of people being like, I don't want to be there because I'm not going to get traffic from it. It's like, no, that's branding. It creates the awareness to it. You just have to be more deliberate in the space or the areas that you're leaning into or putting your efforts. Yes, and 100%, 100%, 100%. <laughs> With that, people were scared of this when snippets came out. And, that's, and that kind of almost does a, a similar factor. It's not necessarily going to go ahead and bring clicks. It's going to go ahead and bring information. But yes, this is a definitely an opportunity to definitely hone that funnel. And I don't know what your conversion, if it's, uh, if it's customer service or is actually... Uh, revenue or marketing or whatever it may be or knowledge base. I don't know. But funneling, making that funnel as concrete as possible so those conversions can actually come through. I don't think you're going to run away from that. I don't think you're actually going to go ahead and miss from that. Yes, you'll have to go ahead and step up your work. But if you actually really look at it, what is a customer doing when they're going to do? They have a query. They have a question. Answer it for me and take me to a solution. Yes, the people that are actually have that AI solution, chances are, I don't know, but I, you may not be your necessarily your potential customer. Really, you want the person, and if you're in a marketing aspect, you want the person that says, hey, I really want this product, and please take me to the place where I know I can trust you to go ahead and point me there, and I can click through and actually make this piece. And I know there's going to be, well, this person says, hey, I'm over in this, this type of funnel, I'm in this type of funnel, I'm in this type of funnel. But for the most part, if we always take into consideration what the customer wants, and what they need and optimizing for that, we're going to have a real hard time not actually getting conversions, not actually giving the customer exactly what they need. And if we actually show that value to them, I don't, I don't think there's really anything to be scared about. And if you're actually scared about this, then you really need to go to the table. You really need to go back and really hone your SEO skills to really step that game up. 
Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Absolutely. Now, and it's, it's kind of going back, but we had recently, Google had their earnings called. You made reference to the, the increase, the 7% increase that they've been experiencing. And within the earnings call, they obviously called out the focus of being AI, they take the opportunity to throw out, hey, they've been AI first since 2001, I believe, or at least within machine learning, like in that aspect. So I feel like they're going to keep leaning into it and having those further integrations, mere matter of time before it's rolled out in additional languages and markets outside of like the US in that regard. But also, and I, th- I feel like an area that to me is, is quite interesting is around Google Lens and using like multimodal. And I think like we've seen this, you know, over a couple of years, them making progressions in that area. But maybe like, and as, as far as like, you know, in the episode, it's more of like the importance of SEO, but looking ahead a little bit, what are kind of some of your thoughts on how like images and Google Lens and maybe like search beyond just text, like, how do you see that from a strategical element of how do how do brands compete? How do they kind of be prepared for that continual evolution? So let's go ahead and kind of, I've worked for many places. I've done a lot of work and I can tell you one thing that's very consistent. Over the years, I've failed to really actually go in and actually see where a lot of places, um, not e-commerce, but a lot of places don't even use images videos, and actually putting the correct information in for those. And so if we actually talk about AI, we talk about Google Lens, we talk about all these pieces, if it can't learn properly what this piece is about, if it's image 47322666, okay, all right, that's it. That, guess what? If somebody searches for that, they're going to go ahead and refine that. But until actually, uh, not just SEOs, but everybody actually get on board to actually optimizing those pieces. Because I tell you, when we talk about URL anchor text, uh, metadata, content, Alt tags. Alt tags are the one piece that I constantly see are never fixed, are never addressed, or never even thought they actually be a part of the algorithm. In the future, can it be uh, more and more going to the road you're actually talking about? Yes. But as of right now, I think that as the internet as a whole, 
has a major problem with those pieces. Until that's addressed, the AI and everything else is going to have a much, much harder time. We actually see it with a lot of the search pieces in that have a much harder time actually pulling those pieces out. Yeah, and it will be interesting to see, you know, is it is it a chicken versus the egg kind of scenario here where it's like Google wants to go that route and they need the websites and, you know, similar with Core Web Vitals or any other progression piece that they need to see. But I mean, like personally, like looking back, you know, there's a lot of commotion around like voice search and things like that. And I do believe that still has some place. But I think we're going to see more and more within this image and video and combining and the same way then that we're thinking about content. It's not just going to be the written copy, but how are you mixing in these different media elements into it? Because I think users are going to become more familiar with searches outside of just text. And as that becomes more and more common, those kind of multimedia assets within the content is going to be so much more critical to be competitive in that landscape where you have different ways of going about search. It's, it's funny you actually bring up the images and other aspects like that. And as we go ahead and go into this new AI world, we go into chances are the organic space actually shrinking. We're going to actually see a lot more companies take bigger screens. And because they're going ahead and they have pulled in X amount of revenue because they place traditionally at number three, number four, and they get X amount of dollars, but now they're getting it shrinking. I think we're actually going to see businesses actually do things like make sure that their images are optimized, make sure their videos are uh, placed correctly or tagged correctly. We're going to go ahead and make sure that page speed is going to go up. We're going to see those pieces. But also, I think we're also going to see a lot of things like, uh, and I was talking to another uh, SEO expert on this. I'm going to, I think we're going to actually see a lot of actually big swings in regards to some paywalls being removed. I think we're going to go ahead and see actually some drastic changes where small medium, medium businesses say, hey, we don't have a lot to lose. We've got to swing for the fences and make sure to get up to that next spot up. If we don't, we're going to go ahead and we're going to see. So I actually think that we're actually going to see not only a change in AI, a change in Google, but we're going to see a change in actually business as a total trying to go ahead and go after that spot in the search. Absolutely. It'll be certainly interesting to see how it progresses. I think the underlining message kind of throughout this conversation has really been the usage and the, the need of SEO is not changing. The stakes are just being raised of how do we be competitive and how do we maintain or move in to those top placements. But I think also to not be afraid of progressing forward, thinking about content, thinking about these things beyond just written copy, the same way AI has had these progressions within natural language processing. We're going to have it in images, or we already have it in images, video, audio, but to really lean into it. And again, always be coming back to the basics of what value we're offering the users. All right. And with that, it wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Anthony May, SEO strategy consultant at Palo Alto Networks for joining us. If you'd like to contact Anthony, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or go ahead and head over to his website, anthonysmay.com.
Okay. Thanks to Tyson Stockton, our guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.